This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves the fire then. What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! <laughs> It sure is that time. It's that time of the day where it's the halftime show with Omar Duri. I am your host, coming everything sport, international, local. What show we got in store for you today? Right. COVID's out the way. We've done that now. But are we comfortable returning back into norm? And what is norm? Playing sports. If you loved your sports, are you going back into playing sports? Have you done so? And if so, what's the feeling like? Tell me how you're feeling. Tell me what's going through your mind while you've returned. If you haven't returned, what's stopping you so the topic of the day is getting back into a routine getting back into rhythm and if so what's worked for you I want to hear about that text us on 4215 or slide into the DMs at Omar Duri on Instagram or Pulse95 Radio so that's the first part of the show we're talking about that the second part now not all of us have been blessed enough to work with a coach if we have what are the attributes that you are looking for be completely honest here now because social media has taken over to the point where now what we see is the first thing that goes through our brain and by seeing that sometimes and anyone that hasn't met anyone yet but goes on like I for example for me I might hashtag something I might go on social media and check and see what's going on I might check out a website but what goes through your mind when you're looking for a coach attributes reputation personality man management you name it I want to hear it and yes UFC fans I'm going to be showing you some love I'm going to be showing you some love why because UFC Fight Island is upon us it's round the corner the UAE is hosting that it's going to be in Abu Dhabi Yas Usman versus Masvidal who's who's going to be taking the show by storm that day the card is stacked and what are we looking forward to most all this guys i'm going to try and pack for you in one hour so make sure you stay tuned and you can also catch me on youtube live streaming on pulse 95 radio all this and more on the only place to be at three the halftime show on pulse 95 this is the halftime show with omar adouri on pulse 95 95 oh he loves the fire this is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show. Shout out to everyone who's tuned in wherever you are around the world, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com, YouTube live streaming on Pulse95Radio, or even on my Instagram live at Omar Duri. Shout out to anybody, the king of TikTok, and uh, everyone else who's tuned in, Sheikha and the rest of the group. Thank you so much for tuning in. And it's a great time that you're tuning in because I am actually talking about returning back to the norm. Now, what does that mean in sports terms? When we were in lockdown, obviously, we had to 
go by the regulations and we weren't allowed to go out. Now that things have kind of loosened up all within social distancing and respecting, you know, that the capacity isn't going to be at full capacity. Have you guys gone back to playing sports? And if so, how's, how has that feeling been? Going back to sports and actually, you know, returning back to training, returning back to going into an environment that is not as safe as it was pre-lockdown. And that is something that I really kind of want to pick your brains on. Shout out to Taha all the way from the UK, Hidaya, Arif, uh, Sheikha, Rob. Wow, we got all these people tuned in. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I really appreciate the love and support you show in the halftime show. But as I'm saying, guys, when we are, like for me, for example, I can only speak on, on experience. For me, it was it was two, three months, three months without being able to play football, being around friends, doing all that kind of stuff. Now, we've got that coming back. And albeit, you know, within regulations, it still doesn't feel right. You know, you still have to obviously wear a mask. You still have to be at distance. And then we get to play the sports and it kind of gets a bit strange for me so i'm kind of looking at that and thinking you know that is crazy like things have changed so much and are we going to get back to normal you know wow we got someone tuned in from hong kong taha my bad i thought you were in england hong kong that's now you've made you put halftime show on the map now bro <laughs> hope you and the family are well but then as i'm saying guys when it comes down to the man management of you know do I go? Do I not? Finally, finally, we are able to actually step out and do things. Before, when it came down to pre-lockdown, we were all kind of in two minds thinking, you know what, I, I don't really know if I can or can't um, commit to these things anymore. Now the numbers might have been reduced, so 30% occupancy, 50% occupancy. When we used to play eight aside, let's say in football, now we're playing five aside. Why? Because we can't get that many people in one space. So all these things kind of played on my mind and I'll tell you because last week uh, on Saturday actually was the first time I played football with some friends shout out to everyone who was involved in that and even coming to that I was thinking I can't wait to play just want to make sure I don't get carried away make sure I can just stay injury free because you start to do certain movements and, and certain patterns that you probably wouldn't have done through training even though I've tried to stay in shape and train throughout lockdown which was quite difficult by the way because the first couple of weeks I spent it you know walking to the fridge walking back from the fridge <laughs> what's my exercise until obviously we sorted out our nutrition and everything but that's what I'm saying it was such a strange feeling but then once things kind of got kicking off we did an hour and a half it was supposed to be two uh, but we did an hour and a half and we kind of got through that and that was the way that I saw it I had a lot of friends from you know uh, different parts who I'd first time seen but even that you can't hug them it's so strange you know like the, the, the times that we're in shout out to uh Kareen as well happy belated birthday of course and Tariq Laka and Hani again everyone's throwing these comments in on the Insta Live appreciate you guys and make sure you do tune into the YouTube as well which comes out tomorrow of the show if times do lag on the Instagram you always can get the YouTube and it's a nice polished version because we got the multicams in the studio which is showing up Pulse95 is stepping up its game so then I have to step up my game um, but saying that when, when we did kind of finish the game there was this sense of relief that you know we, we kind of played a game of football and were active now don't get me wrong I was sore for about two <laughs> sore for about two days uh, from the football and it was it was crazy but 
how have you guys adapted to it? Have you gone back to gyms? Have you gone back to facilities or doing activities you were doing before? Text us on 4215, bit us a or do, or slide into the DMs. I know Laka, I know you felt it for sure, uh, because <laughs> that was a challenge that day. But I think you'll be better tomorrow. That's just my feeling and me being positive. Uh, guys, coming up next, what do you look for in a coach? I ask this because in the world we live in, in society we live in nowadays, it's all about looks. It's all about what you do on social media. There are some people that may not be active on social media, but have dedicated their craft to studying the art of biomechanics, the art of training, anything, anything. I want to know what you guys look for. Is it the social media presence? Is it them being tech savvy? That's another thing. Some people are more skillful than others. Is that necessary and a necessity when you're looking for someone to help you? If you haven't had a coach, that's an even better one for me because if you haven't had a coach, what would you look for, especially now? Nowadays, the whole hashtag, as soon as something comes up, you type that into your search and boom, things come up and all of a sudden you see what's going on. But how do you guys assess that? That's my my topic of the day and I'm going to be talking about that throughout the show because I had a couple of conversations with a good friend of mine, Murad, who was talking to me about, you know, all the coaches he's worked with and everything. But it doesn't mean, you know... Uh, um, that those people who haven't had a coach, this this topic isn't valid because I want to know even at this stage, why haven't you had a coach? What are you looking for in a coach? And what stands out? Is it personality? Is it reputation? Is it attributes? Is it strictness? Is it man management? Let me know coming up straight after this on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri. This is the halftime show with Umar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! It sure is that time. It's the halftime show with Omar Adouri. I'm your host, covering everything sport, international, local. You know, one of the good things about being live on the radio and when you get to start scaring your co-hosts and the hosts on the other show like Omnia Saleh what a what a great woman man um, she was in the other studio and I just went boom <laughs> pressed the button and she was by herself almost dropped her phone but hey serves her right we're talking about on the show today we're talking about coaching from one aspect and then we're going to be talking about UFC Island in the next segment but before we go into that what do you look for in a coach be very honest with me now don't tell me you know this and that I want to hear why because sometimes we judge by let's say the research that we do whether it's on social media where they're from how old they are does it have to be a certain age you know is it attributes you're looking for and if so how do you assess the attributes these are the questions whenever you step into a facility or a gym or even if it's a training program it could be a mental training program could be a physical training program could be an emotional training program now you see where i'm going with this it changes the whole scope is it the sense of empathy is it the sense of experience how do you assess experience and empathy and personality from one meeting do you give it a chance we're very quick to judge these days and it's not as obvious and i tell you this why because this time is unprecedented times obviously with everything that's happening we don't have that much time to kind of assess things or even reflect on things and that might be an issue that might make you reconsider how you see things Hidayah says positivity Sheikha says motivation is what I look most for 
Uh, VK should be humble. Love that. Very, very cool. See, these are the things I'm asking you guys. So text us on 4215. Or slide into my DMs live on Instagram at Omar Duri And tell me, what do you look for in a coach? Now, a lot of people would, would say the obvious answers like um, experience. But how do you assess experience and how do you value what the person has done by just one meeting? Bear in mind circumstances, bear in mind environment, bear in mind the energy that's around nowadays is affected by how we are talking to people and how we are listening to people and are we listening to people? These are all factors right now that every single person is going through. Bearing in mind, when you step into the field of a coach, you are then clearing your mind what you're going through hopefully your phones are away hopefully your emails are away and no one can get hold of you for that hour or hour and a half depending on how much time you spend with that person these are all factors that i kind of i kind of think of and and vk made a very good point she says patience very nice one i love that why because patience allows you and enables you to be able to understand things without going to a sudden uh, conclusion or trying to decide something quickly and that's the problem nowadays i think we we all we all are going through tough times we all have our challenges but that's why i'm asking the questions what do you look for in a coach what how do you assess attributes even reputation Reputation can be something very difficult to tackle, something very, very difficult to master. Why? Because for one week, you could be flavor of the week, but next week, someone else comes along. And that someone has a nicer page than you or a nicer, you know, a profile than you. And that is when we're unable to kind of assess where we're really at. So my, my topic of the day is what do you look for and how do you assess exactly what's going on with something that you want the first step in taking those things is kind of taking that step towards someone and as a coach myself i always kind of appreciate that 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 brave step that first step is so tough for anyone to kind of absorb in in the idea of a coach the fact that someone has taken that step towards me or to another coach that is something that should be highlighted it's one of the toughest things because there's a sense of vulnerability there's a sense of honesty there's a sense of being real with yourself where you've actually acknowledged listen i can develop i can improve in a certain skill set it could be like i said emotional it could be physical it could be mental you know it could be just detaching yourself and committing to something that you know in the longer run is a great topic to kind of focus on so that's my topic of the day we're talking about ufc next but before we talk about ufc make sure you hit me up with these comments because this is something i'm going to be talking about in the final segment and also something that i want to hear from you guys how are you tackling finding a coach and what is it that stands out coming up next though coming up next though is the ufc fight islands coming to the uae abu dhabi yes uzman masvidal holloway Volkanovski, everyone everyone all that and more on the only place to be at three the halftime show on pulse 95 stick around let's go this is the halftime show with Omar Aduri on Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the halftime show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Hello and welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. 
I'm your host, Kevin Yamidi, Sport International and Local. And you know what, guys? I'm so excited. UFC is back. Fight Island is upon us. The UFC is coming to the UAE. Plenty of tests happening. Plenty of tests being done. We get to see our favorite fighters. And it is a stacked card. Tell me about it. So much going on here. And you know what? It's round the corner. And I thought, instead of waiting till Saturday, let me drop this segment now. Because I know we've got some fans out there who are big, big UFC fans tuned into the Halftime Show on the Instagram Live, on the YouTube streaming live as well, on uh, Pulse95 Radio. Man, where do we start with this? You know, coming into this, we had we had a few fights where it was looking really good, and I was thinking, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching this. Moving on from the fight onto Gilbert Burns versus Kamaru Usman. That's how it started. Only to somehow, in a last gasp effort, get the fight we have been dreaming of since December. Now negotiations, agents, Dana White, so many things got in the way. But guess what, guys? Kamaro Usman and George Masvidal are going to fight. That's right. They're going to fight and... It's the biggest fight you can realistically make for the UFC 170-pound title right now. And it's, the, it's all a direct result of the very pandemic that the UFC is trying so hard to work around. And guess what? You keep working and something happens. And that's exactly what's going on now. It's so, so good. Granted, you can only make the case that these aren't ideal circumstances. Masvidal is stepping in on less than a week's notice. Both men have to make the trip to Abu Dhabi later than planned, and neither one of them is getting a full training camp to focus specifically on this opponent, which is fine. We still want the fight, and they've still got more COVID tests to clear before they can show up on Yaz Island and fight in the middle of the night, local time. Ya Rab, please, please don't get in the way. Uh, don't let anything get in the way of, of this fight not happening. We want, we're so excited. We want this fight to happen, and it's happening in Inshallah, inshallah, it will happen so soon. How often does a late replacement matchup end up exciting us so much more than the original pairing? This is this is huge. Now, he hasn't had a full camp. That is the big question, and there is multiple aspects. First, it's the weight cut. Masvidal is fairly a big dude, you know, for welterweight especially, and now he has to get on championship weight. That's the difference. Championship weight, guys, is, is a whole different ball game to someone that's going to just train for a couple of days and get into it. So we got to bear that in mind. Also, there's the cardio aspect. Usman has been training for this day in mind. So he's kind of built up to this, albeit switching opponents, even if, you know, having the high output fighter who wears people down with pace and pressure. Finally, there's the wrestling. Anyone who's going to fight Usman for five rounds needs to be prepared for the, all the things he does, like punching his way into takedowns and grinding out ground and pound attack up against the fence. I'm sure Masvidal's been in the gym and I'm sure he stays fit. I didn't think he expected this fight so soon. And that's not it. There's this whole... We could spend a couple of segments on this. There's a whole other list of fights happening. Incredible things. The co-main event on a card boasting three title matches is running between Volkanovski and Max Holloway. Now, we all know he may be the only one holding 18 
fight win streak, 8-0 on the UFC. But for, for many people, Holloway remains the greatest featherweight in the sport's history. So Volkanovski has a chance to dispatch the GOAT for a second time so soon after the first. That is why he craved another shot. Even in the COVID-19 era, legacies are built on bouts like these. So you don't want to miss that either. Volkanovski utilized vicious leg kicks, leg kicks and even broke his hand. Holloway never went away. And in Holloway's head, he, he still thinks he should be champion. But to see him still acting like he won the fight, acting with all those leg kicks that happened in there, there were so many things thrown out there, biased commentary, so many different things. But yet, we are going to get this fight. Famously, Holloway has never been knocked out in 26 pro fights. So will Volkanovski be the first to do that? Looking at everything that's coming in, plenty of tests are happening every day. They've got the COVID-19 protocols in place. They've got the safe zone. We know about the media being very, very restricted. No cameramen, no videos. There's so much happening in the world of UFC and it's coming to us here in the UAE. I can't wait. I'm telling you now, I'm bouncing around the studios. Normally, there's quarantine, there's so many people. Meanwhile, a crew of 740 has constructed the venue and competition area, which is now complete. The area has uh, since been cordoned off and full sanitization is underway. So there's a lot of things we're looking at there. I've spoken to one reporter that's actually there and had to, basically, when everything goes through, they send us an email to try and get accreditation to give you a behind the scenes on this. Now, normally they give you a couple of days. They gave us hours to be able to confirm our attendance to even be approved. And then if it was, you had to go there three weeks early from the fight to get that going. So that was another thing that we had to face. And if you don't make it in time and don't fit the the tests and everything, you're not going. And so the reporter that's there at the moment now, he said it's, it feels really weird. If they're lucky, they get a balcony. They're not allowed to walk around. They're not allowed to walk around Fight Island, even though it's an island. They've got to respect regulations. And it will now be happening. And it's confirmed that... It should be underway. As long as we don't get any surprises, that's what's going to happen. In the UAE, UFC 251. Oh, man, I can't wait. It's going to be big. Guys, the topic of the day today, which I mentioned, is what do you look for in a coach? That was the first thing. And, And be very, very honest when I say this. When you actually search, do you hashtag? Do you go onto Instagram, social media? Do you type in... Does the profile matter? Does where they're from matter? Does their age matter? How do you assess personality? How do you assess reputation? How do you how do you assess man management or woman management in this case? This is what I want to find out from you, and we're going to cover that right after this. Pharrell, Beyonce, enjoy, guys. Here we go. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the pilot. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. 
Salam, welcome back to the Halftime Show. Man, what a show we've had in store, I tell you. It's been very interesting hearing your comments. We've had a few really cool comments. The topic of the day was, what do you look for in a coach? And be honest, how do you assess what coach is right for you? I've had some very, very good ones. I've had VK saying patience. I've had people saying, you know, uh, understanding of programming. There's so many things. Murad came up with some very, very good comments saying, you know, some people give credibility to celebrity or high-profile coaches only, which is a very good point. Very, very good point. I had Kareen as well, if I can bring this Instagram closer to me so I don't drop the phone on the <laughs> on the desk. Kareen said, here, where did she go? There's been quite a few cool comments on here. Uh, right, where are we, where are we, where are we? Coach Raf, shout out to Coach Raf. Uh, right. Qualifications and specializations and success stories and vibe. A good coach is one you feel comfortable with. Very, very cool. Uh, we've also got Tarek, who's also said that. It's raining over here. Then he's talking about football. And I did say I'm not going to talk about football. Uh, Mia, shout out to Mia from Tet Factor says, love your work. Been reading up on Reset. Very, very good. Thank you very much, Mia. Appreciate the love. So is Mariyum. I'm reading your book, but I'm also listening. <laughs> That's when you know there's talent. And so many other things that people are talking about. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, in assessing the coach when it comes down to, you know, understanding what their background is, has nationality been a thing? Because I'll tell you now, that normally, predominantly speaking, when we go into any place, especially in the UAE, there's a high percentage of, you know, people from the Philippines, people from India, people from the UK, so many different nationalities. But does that change the way we think of the coach? That person could just be equally as knowledgeable, equally as qualified. But as a... As someone who's currently now seeing how sensitive the situation is around racism and around, you know, racism in sport and racism in life, when you're assessing what coach is right for you, are you looking at, you know, the the background or, or, or where this person's from or how long they've been doing it for? Do they have to have a social media presence? We are aware now that the brand is something that each person has now. All of a sudden, we're looking more at ambassadors and influencers and people that have a huge pull on, you know, um, any any field, not just fitness, not just sports, any field. Is that a big factor in how you decide what was happening? We It's been a great show so far and thank you so much for everyone who's tuned in and been, you know, interacting with me, especially throughout the breaks. Remember, guys, you can catch us on Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, 3 to 4. And also, you can check out the shows. If you do miss them, if you are working at 3 o'clock during the weekdays, don't worry. The next day, the YouTube channel puts... I know Tarek always makes fun of me for saying the YouTube. The YouTube channel puts up our shows on Pulse95 Radio. Go over there, click on that. If you like what you see, smash the like button. Make sure you subscribe and share with your friends. We've got some really, really good topics, some important topics as well, and they're covering things like mental health, gut health, sports and conditioning. And today, we were speaking about... Is it, have you gone back to the gym? Have you gone back to training? Have you gone back to playing sports? And if you have, what's that experience like? I only sampled that last week for the first time in five, six months of playing sports. But going to a gym, I've been training quite a lot, but it was different. That kind of movement, that kind of pattern in your biomechanics is very, very different when it comes to testing it. So that's me on the Halftime Show. Guys, we have reached full time 
on the Halftime Show. And as the man himself says, another one. it is another one. And that is a wrap here on the Halftime Show. Hope you're having a blessed day wherever you're tuned in, guys. Shout out to everyone who's tuned in. Thank you so much. Uh, Kareem's actually thrown in another comment. And you know what, Kareem? I'm going to read this out. It's not a big factor in terms of decision making, but Instagram is the new Google Right, so if a coach want to be found, they have to have a presence. Also provides them with a platform to show their work. Wow, Kareen. Kareen, that's a segment in itself. You know what I'm going to do, Kareen, is I want you to send me that uh, in my DMs and I might actually look into that and raise that as a topic for next week. See what I mean? This show will be nothing without you guys. You guys are raising the bar high. Appreciate the love and support. Have an amazing day. Peace. That's me, Omar Duri, out from Pulse95. Have an amazing day. Peace. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3 p.m.